This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. This is Small Biz Spotlight, featuring up-close interviews with small business leaders and entrepreneurs across America. And now, here's your host, David Wolf. Joining us on this segment is Paul Contras. He's the CEO of WellCove Healthcare. The company used to be called Mission Healthcare. The company's going through a number of very positive changes. Paul, welcome to the program. Thank you. Absolutely. Good to have you. So... Uh, let's first start with the name change. This really repositions you guys. It, it changes uh, the way you look on the map uh, amongst uh, companies like yours. Tell us a little bit about the thought process behind this new name, WellCove. Well, WellCove is two parts, the name Wellness and uh, Cove. And, you know, it captures the spirit of our company and kind of represents our, our commitment to wellness and, and creating uh you know, compassionate and caring environments in our facilities. There's something that, uh, as I read the press release, Paul, uh, here in preparation for this segment, what I'll call the butterfly effect. You've you've got a new logo, I understand, and, and there's some thought process around this uh, this graphic, isn't there? Yes, uh, we believe the uh, butterfly uh, represents something that's beautiful. It's at a stage, a latter stage. Uh, of its existence, and it's the most beautiful stage of its existence, and, but it's also a, uh, a fragile stage uh, that mm-hmm. needs to be uh, cared for, and, uh, you know, and we kind of just thought it was a nice fit with our company goals and philosophies. Paul, the company's going through uh, what I would characterize as a, a, a broad expansion. Tell us a little bit about how you're expanding and what it means moving forward. Well, we uh, accomplished a major uh, acquisition effective December 1st of uh, 2012. A month and a half, two months ago, we had uh, 15 long-term care facilities, and today we have uh, 50. So it was a a major um, expansion. It was uh, the Atlantis Enterprises was the name of the company that we uh, acquired, and um, they have 22 skilled nursing facilities, 11 assisted living facilities, and six home health agencies. It's a very good geographic fit for us. They're all in the um, upper Midwest. Uh, We were, um, our facilities prior to Landis were in uh, Minnesota and South Dakota and Wyoming. And so now with adding um, Montana and uh, Nebraska and Iowa, it kind of fills out a big block right up in the upper Midwest area. So it it uh, works well for us geographically. And uh, I think the bringing the two operations uh, together 
will allow us to achieve a lot of uh, synergies and efficiencies, and the, the resulting company will be uh, stronger, more diversified, and better able to uh, meet and take advantage of the challenges and opportunities uh, presented by this uh, new era of healthcare reform. When you go through a transition like that where you're acquiring uh, companies outside of your own, there are always integration challenges, considerations, and uh, any uh, nuance that you'd like to share with us a little bit about, about how you see that unfolding, this idea of integrating cultures and any challenges around any of that that you're looking forward to? Well, uh, one of the uh, besides the good geographic fit, we felt there was a, a very good cultural fit mm-hmm. um, with the company that we're bringing on. They have a very uh, resident-oriented operating philosophy and uh, resident and employee-centered, you know, operating philosophy. They believe, like we do, that our uh, employees are our most valuable asset, and uh, the way we keep our residents happy is by keeping our employees happy. They had a very similar culture, and so uh, the transition so far has been fairly seamless. Excellent. And uh, we're very happy with what we uh, see so far, and uh, we're really excited about the opportunity. Paul, you've said offline that uh, this expansion as a CEO, it's very stimulating. It's an exciting time for the company. Just talk a little bit about about what it means for, for this company, uh, this trajectory in the acquisition. Well, it's a very exciting opportunity for us. Um, it's kind of puts us on the map in the uh, long-term care industry. Uh, we'll now be within the top 25 of the largest long-term care providers in the country. Mm. Uh, we'll be responsible for the well-being and stewardship of over 5,000 residents and employees. Wow. So we're uh, very excited uh, about this opportunity and kind of the advantages and, like I said, the synergies and efficiencies that it will give us to uh, meet the challenges in the future. This is a hugely growing population, largely because you've got aging baby boomers with uh, with aging parents I'm amongst them and have gone through uh, what I'll characterize as some challenges around all of this. What's the biggest misconception people have about this kind of life transition and, and how to do it right? Well, I think there's probably still a, uh, a stigma uh, about uh, the nursing home uh, setting that's still in the minds of uh, people that are approaching that age uh, right now. They, they look what was available when their parents uh, were entering those type of facilities, and it really is totally, the industry's been totally transformed now with the uh, advent of assisted living, independent living, home health care. People in nursing homes or skilled nursing facilities, as we call them, they're they're people that need 24-hour nursing coverage. You know, typically they're recovering from some uh, procedure, maybe a hip replacement at a hospital, or or they have serious medical conditions, and um, people are no longer warehoused in uh, in nursing homes. It's uh, there's lots of very attractive alternatives for people as they get uh, up later in years. So. I think that's one of the big uh, challenges is for people to realize that this is not your dad's nursing home. Yeah, (laughs) right, right. You You really pay attention to making this like a new home for them, don't you? Right. There's just a much more customer-oriented approach. Uh, You know, we take some of our operating uh, programs and uh, campaigns from uh, entities uh, like Hilton Hotels, uh, the type of programs that they use. uh, Wow. 
and as far as how we uh, try to meet the needs of our residents and yeah. uh, you know we're, we're proactive about surveying them and interviewing them to see if they're happy with the services they're receiving and, and also our employees to make sure that they're satisfied with their their working environment. Well Paul you mentioned the employees and I know from my own experience it really takes a very special kind of person to administer care to this uh, kind of uh, a client doesn't it? Uh, the aging person that's recovering they might have dementia there might be other situations going on I mean and it really takes a special kind of person to do this work doesn't it yes that's very insightful uh, you got to have a lot of compassion and uh, a big heart I think to uh, and I tell you some of our uh, people on the front line the actual uh, care providers are it's it's really you know you talk about heroes and uh, you know you think about firemen and and uh, you know, yeah. ABC old things like that. But we've got a lot of heroes in our business. Uh, you know, they're very compassionate, selfless uh, uh, people, and uh, we're pretty proud of them. Absolutely. It's all about the people, I would imagine, and also the way you relate to the children of these patients or these, these residents, as you probably prefer to call them, is, is critical. This is all part of the care you give. I also, just retracing a bit to something you said, it's fascinating that you're borrowing from, I'll say borrowing from the hospitality industry to create an environment that's nurturing, that uh, cares for them holistically, uh, the meals, all, all these things that go into this. Yes, that's right. It really is about uh, meeting the needs of your customer. You know, that's what we're striving to to be the best at. So we're uh, constantly kind of tweaking our our uh, programs and um, offerings and services to uh, meet the uh, the evolving needs of our customers. Are there regional differences as you you know you step into an acquisition like this? You you spreading your wings, your butterfly wings, if, as it were, into new territories, or, or or do the facilities run fairly similarly in any region? Well, I, you know, like I said, geographically, this is a a, a good fit for us. Uh, and I consider the 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 states that we're adding, the regions that we're adding. Uh, all kind of that, part of that upper Midwest uh, area. You know, if we were moving into Florida or, say, California or yeah. uh, something like that, I guess there would probably that would be more of an issue as far as regional differences. But okay. uh, I, I, I think the the facilities that we are bringing on and the the culture is it's fairly similar to our current facilities or existing facilities in in Minnesota and South Dakota. I know you're probably just metabolizing and digesting this acquisition, but is it in your mind uh, that there may be future activity like this as you, uh, will you guys continue to expand? Yes, I think we will. Now this is, was a big, uh, uh, big expansion for us, so we're going to take probably at least a year to to assimilate and absorb uh, this acquisition. But we're definitely keeping our eye out uh, for other opportunities. We we actually have a, an assisted uh, living facility under construction. Um, as we speak in uh, Sturgis, South Dakota, mm-hmm. we're looking at uh, partnering with some developers in um, Kansas, possibly doing an independent living facility. And um, so, yeah, we're looking at new development and always keep our eye out for uh, acquisitions that, uh, that make sense. Is Wellcove privately held? Yes, it is. Okay, excellent. And the website, uh, Paul, if you would? Uh, the website is under construction. You know, it's still uh, it's Mission oh. Healthcare 
uh, website is, is still uh, up and um, operational, and uh, we're uh, we're going to have a, a new and improved website uh, for Wellcove. We're really excited about it, but uh, it's not quite complete yet. Okay. It should be within the next uh, you know month or two. Okay, and, and just for folks listening in the long tail, by the time they hear this, it may be done. Uh, that's Wellcove, W-E-L-C-O-V.com? That's right. Okay, yeah, excellent. Wellcove.com. Wellcove.com yeah. is the website. We've been visiting with Paul Contras. He's the CEO, company expanding and uh, continuing to deliver quality care for their residents. Paul, thanks so much for joining us on this segment. Thank you, David. You've been listening to Small Biz Spotlight, up-close interviews with small business leaders and entrepreneurs across America. For more information about our guests or to subscribe, visit smallbizamerica.com. Small Biz America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.